You're listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast with Allie, a fiery realtor queen, and Samantha, a gypsy wandering her way through life while navigating being a rock star woman with ADHD. Both are former teen moms of two who have faced challenging adversities. They're here to break stereotypes, get real with you about the messiness of life, and remind you that we're all just a little twisted. Welcome to the Twisted Sisters. My name is Allie Engren and my co-host Samantha Mello. And it hasn't been just us two in yes. a while. I'm excited. Yeah, it's nice and chill. It's a rainy day. <laughs> it's, it's been a fun weekend <laughs> yes. of chaos and fun summer. Kids are home. Yeah. Um, Definitely. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that yet, but I feel like a taxi. I know. I think we were just talking before you came on about how I like have to change my whole schedule up about like my workout and all this stuff. And it's like, I feel like you think because you have more time, like your kids are home, you have kind of this extra time, but you really, I feel like you have less time for yourself and somehow your kids start taking over all that extra, right. all those little things that you had like set aside, like mm-hmm. whether it was get your shake or, you know, <laughs> no, it's true. simple things. Or your and, phone dying and, and then you waking up and going, oh. <laughs> and now it's like Eight o'clock. the kids got to go here and they want to go to a friend's yes. and you're like, fine, I just won't get my shake, I'll go do yes. that. And then all of a sudden that adds up and you're like, I am done. Well, I just heard one of Everett's friends' moms was like, I have a 24-hour rule. If they don't let me know within 24 hours, they don't get to go. And I was like, that's a good idea because I'm the total mom that's like, you know, he comes up last night, can I go over, can we go to the mall, can we do this? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I have a life too and a schedule that I have to maintain. So Yeah, I think that's kind of helped where it was like, I am just on my own. So it's kind of like, well, this is how it is. But Hayden's dad was really good at um, being like, you you have to plan out first. And he'd be like, you need to let us know. I mean, it doesn't have to be 24 hours, but... If you be don't, respectful. then it's going to be a lot harder for us to get you there. Whereas if you do, then the option of actually being able to go is a lot higher for yeah. you. I was like, that was good because mm-hmm. that's like giving, putting him in his place, right? Like, Definitely. Or his plate, not place. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. So what's new with you? Oh, man. I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> I, I feel like... Um, I feel like I've just done so much work that I have a lot of peace. And so I feel not as like chaotic, but life is still pretty funny. You know, like I still have like the chaotic things happening. It just doesn't feel so fight or flighty anymore. Right. And so, which I'm, it's nice. I mean, granted, like I'm running all the time. It just, I don't know. It feels like Thursday I worked we were crazy busy. I had to go run and get Hayden. I have to get him up to Egan, get him to practice. I went and worked out while he's at practice. I grab him and then we have like a 9.30 volleyball game and on our way home, you know, we're heading home at 8.30. We stop at the volleyball game. I play three games of volleyball, you know, and then (laughs) we're getting home at like 11.30. And so it's like, those are still like my days, but um, it's kind of been fun. Like, well, I love that you have your non-negotiables, right? Where you're like, I'm going to work out. I'm going to find my time still within my busy schedule to make time for myself because that's important. Yeah, I have started this thing where after my workouts, I do the um, 
sauna. Mm-hmm. And I'll go in there and meditate and pray. And I put my phone. I've, like, found some different people that I follow or whatever. Or even I'll put – sometimes you're like, I just don't feel like meditating. But I'll do, like, affirmations, you know. So, like, put on something. If I'm, like, struggling with, I would say, like, my – self-worth and my confidence which I was a little bit ago and it had nothing to do with the way I looked or anything just feeling um I don't know Enough. yeah or just like a con I don't know I, and so I will put one on or if I'm like I really want to focus on making money or I want to focus on whatever my focus where I'm like lacking is I'll put that for my affirmations on and I'll just sit in there for like 10 minutes and I lay down and I just chill after my workout and like um, I like learned that that has been huge, just taking that time to be with yourself yeah. and starting um, Mondays are kind of a non-negotiable day for me to mm-hmm. like work out or and obviously now my schedule's changing so for me I've had to learn how to like not let it like affect so much because I feel like I become like so obsessive but I think it's just such a necessary thing for me like mentally um but I've been doing like yoga and Pilates back like I used to do on my tv I can do that for YouTube or whatever and do that at home so I just learned how to kind of um have some change ups because I don't know what it is but I very particular about some things I think that's that ADHD part of me yeah. but I think I know that if these things aren't in order then my life doesn't feel like no it's in absolutely order. I have my things too for sure that <laughs> I think everybody should have those things that they <laughs> so I kind of become obsessive that's like in work is that same with you right and then I've learned to make my my um, fitness and even if it's it doesn't have I've learned obviously where I started skewing is that it was like I wanted to lose weight. It was more of a physical thing, and I was like, nope, I got to change my mindset on yeah. that again because that's not why I'm doing this. this well, it's is- never going to be sustainable if you don't change your mindset. It almost makes it worse because then every day you're looking at it. It's a weird – it's – um, yeah, it's not – yeah, I become, like, obsessive about it, which I never used to be like that, so I don't know – If I just lack, I think those are usually telltale signs of I'm lacking control in certain areas. I'm feeling out of control, and so I'm trying to control something that I can. Yeah. And that's like. What you focus on expands. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So then I become obsessive. (laughs) Yeah. How about you? What is new with me? I got a new car. That was super exciting. She looks hot. (laughs) So I've had the SUV thing, like the mom thing for a while, and it was a really big decision for me to go back to a car. But I drive so much with work that I was like, well, and gas prices, because we all know those are insane. I was like, I'm going to a car. I'm going to try it. And so I got a ceramic coating on it for like some warranty work. And so they gave me an SUV and I was all worried I was going to like the SUV better than my car. And I got in there and I was like, all right, this one's a year newer than my car. What's new on it? And I'm going to freak out and want this one. Well, no. And the funny part was, <laughs> this is kind of my dumb blonde moment, was I got in the car and I'm driving and I hit a bump. And the steering wheel started vibrating. And I was like, whoa, what is this? And I was like, if I hit a bump, is this, like, a new feature on Mercedes? Like, did they put this, like, vibrating steering wheel? Like, you're playing PlayStation or Xbox or something. <laughs> and, yes. and so I go to return it. Yeah. 
And I've talked to like the guy and he's so nice. And I'm like, hey, I go, did they put a new feature in their new vehicles that it vibrates when you hit bumps like PlayStation? And he starts dying laughing at me. And he's like, no, that's not normal. The steering wheel wasn't locked in. Yeah. I'm like... So the whole time I'm driving it, the whole time I'm like, whoa, I just passed level 10. Like, <laughs> So exciting. I know. So that's really kind of all that's new with me. Cause that's, a, that's kind of a big deal for you. Yeah. Like you've had that in like manifesting yeah, dream car. Sure. Mm-hmm. And two, I think that says a lot about you that you like went with the car versus the SUV. You're like, You've done some work on yourself. Like <laughs> yeah. you're like, I'm gonna be practical, right? But I'm still gonna get what I kind of want. <laughs> I still yeah. want my my luxury name brand because I'm bougie like that. But <laughs> I love it. I think it's cool. Yes. All right, for I have sure. a little quiz for you. We're okay. gonna start. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you a question, and then for your answer. You're going to give me three details about that answer. One word details. One word details. Okay. Okay. Just so you know, she has not told me about this yet. So So your first question is, what is your favorite color? My favorite color is white. Okay. (laughs) And I know that there's some controversy that that is not a color, but it is my color. Okay. Mm -hmm. So give me three reasons why that's your favorite color. Or three word, one word. So you could be like, it's bright, it's It's crisp, it's clean, and it's practical. (laughs) Okay. So your second question is, what is your favorite animal? This is a hard one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. My favorite animal is probably, I like a leopard. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And it's exotic. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's wild. I love that. <laughs> All right. And the third question is what's your favorite form of water? So you could say like ocean, river, ocean. Like ocean. And then three words to describe that. Um, warm, big, and beautiful. I love that. Mm-hmm. So the first question and the details is how you view yourself. So those details. And the second question is how others view you. And the third, the water, is how you view love. Oh. Isn't that kind of cool? That is super cool. So when you Everybody look at your words to your best friend. Or on a date. Or yeah. yeah. And so when you listen to the details, those words that you chose, that's always the interesting part. Huh. It's a good one, huh? Yeah, because it rings very true of everything that I said. Mm-hmm. Yep. People think I'm real exotic, but really I'm just this clean, crisp, practical person. <laughs> Legit. That's why I laugh. <laughs> and, you know, like water, your love, you know, warm. Mm-hmm. and Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. It's now I get neat. to do you. What was yours? Well, Did you do it know. to is yourself? It the same thing? Um, I, my favorite color is black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that a color? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Makes us <laughs> twisted sisters. Exactly. <laughs> Legit. And I think it's just cause like, it's like mysterious. And what was the other one I said? Um, I mysterious. It's, I predict or like not predictable, but, um, what did I say? Dependable. Mm hmm. And, um, elegant, 
Yeah, it was like something like that. Yeah. Yeah, good job. Yeah. I'm like trying to remember my answers. And my favorite animal is a cat because they're like, I just said they're, um, they're strong-willed. Yes. <laughs> like, I like that. She definitely I is. Like that they're like their personalities, just like they're going to love you and they're going to hate you on their own time, you know? Yeah. That is so you. <laughs> and Lorelai. And they're going to cuddle you, you and they're going to scratch your face up. You yeah. just don't quite know. Like, yeah. <laughs> and they're funny. They're fun. And they're yeah. like, you know. Quirky. Yeah. They're like flying off of something. And then, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, love me, leave me. Love me, leave me. Yeah. Isn't that what you say about Lorelai? <laughs> when she was a baby yeah. it was so bad <laughs> i don't know what you want um and then uh, ocean yeah that was my last one yeah and what did words did you use for that one um never ending mm-hmm. and deep mm-hmm. and um call me okay yeah yeah you're definitely looking to kind of puts us into our topic for the day relationships but calming that's I feel like been peaceful and calming I keep hearing come out of your mouth a lot lately that's good yeah it's better than crazy psycho and what the fuck because <laughs> that kind of used to be it I feel there like. used to be this meme <laughs> of this girl like bending over and I can't remember what it said but it was something like oh you have a, a felony or you yeah, so why don't you come on over here? What are my Maybe qualifications? Fel- yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was, but somehow, like, I had this ability that if I was attracted to somebody or all of a sudden we hit it off, it never failed. They had a felony on their record. And Bad I was boy. Like, Nailed it. Mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> but there says something about that because I feel like we each, both of us, when we look for something in relationships, they have to have had, not that everybody has had everybody lives their life differently but they have had to gone through some deep things in order for us to relate to that person Mm -hmm. yeah plus i think there's a a compassion that comes a non-judgmental side uh um just somebody who's been through a little bit of life and when you've gone through those things i think you have less judgment less um because you've kind of been there right Mm -hmm. so like I think there there is. I do have a heart for felons. I do think that they wear a scarlet letter. They do. A lot of times. You're right. Um, you know, I think us, we, we, create, <laughs> we create the felon and then we make it harder for them in life, which yeah. I don't know how you expect to go out and go through life with that and then you have the scarlet letter, which it's just crazy to me, which creates more and more, but that's a different topic for a different time. Well, a lot of them too, like a lot of them were – teenagers right Right. so they come out of being the bad boy in school or the bad girl in school and going to the alternative because we're a product of right because that's what society has given us and shown us like if you don't follow these institutional rules in school Mm -hmm. you're labeled with the scarlet letter on you right and then you go out and you're you already feel like i'm this bad person because i couldn't feel success within the school system so right mm-hmm. and uh, half of those people are running businesses probably right. multi-million dollar <laughs> businesses are. now um <laughs> but this leads us into that i cannot fix people mm-hmm. <laughs> it is not my job right. to fix anybody right and it is not my job to do all i th- that's what i've had to learn though and some and a lot of things and you know what's funny is i don't think i have really attracted anybody like that in probably the last 
and not like that. I shouldn't say that. Um, I can tell I've changed by the people that I attract now. Right. And where I'm at. Right. Um, and it's not the felon that puts them to put them on that scarlet letter. That's no, not it at it's all. It's just having your trauma that you dealt with your trauma. Oh, and trying to fix like not that they need fixing, but it was like, let me help you. Mm-hmm. You let me help you get to that next place. Let mm-hmm. me help you chase your dreams. Let me help you do that instead of doing that for myself. Right. And I um, was classic for that. Like if everybody else around me felt loved or was achieving their goals and I was um I felt loved yeah that's that people Mm -hmm. pleaser and so I think that's why I attracted into those types of people and it wasn't always felons the codependent yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely yep so but that's come with you've witnessed me like a lot of loneliness a lot of just nights by myself Mm -hmm. and being okay with that but struggling with it and then the runaway bread thing I remember you telling me like I don't even know what music (laughs) I like to listen to yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that was one of those things where like I think it was after about a year I was like learning I finally had the capability I think of more learning by myself I wasn't like in grief so hard and Mm -hmm. all those things um and yeah I was like I, it was like, how do you like your eggs in that movie, right? Mm-hmm. And I was so used to just being like, okay, whatever they wanted to listen to. Because it was easier and it's it's not Chameleon. worth the fight, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just, I just don't care that much to fight about right. it. But I was like, what do I like? What kind of... I remember like when I was in high school, like, I was very sure of who I was. Yeah. What I liked, what I didn't, what I wanted. I had very strong boundaries of like, no, I'm not going to even go on a date with that person or mm-hmm. talk to that person. And I remember looking back and being like, wow, like I miss, I don't miss the naive part of me, but I miss that like, that that just knowing of who you were, Mm -hmm. what you were going to allow, what you weren't. And um, yeah, and so it was like, how do I get back to that place? And yeah, learning what kind of music I like Mm -hmm. and how to say no to things that were taken from me instead of adding to my life and now, learning how to be selfish. I'm yeah. not, I was not very good at that. Right. And I think as I learned to be selfish, I lost some relationships because I found that they were not giving equally or don't get me wrong, there's going to be times in relationships oh, where absolutely. you're going to give more, they're going to give more. But it, I, I had no choice. They had they had to kind of give. I had nothing to give anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't give in the right way that they wanted anymore, right? And so this caused issues. And so um, I had to just be like, well, it is what it is. I can't, I can't do that. And, right. Um, but as those people kind of left, God or spirit, whatever, um, life really put people in my life that helped me grow. Show up for you. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing how you can know people for such a short period of time. They can show up in some pretty incredible ways oh absolutely I'm yeah and I will say even from me I settled down so early I mean I was married by the time I was like 22 right um and I was kind of in the same boat as you where I what did what did I like because I always had a baby (laughs) or a husband or somebody to take care of and it was like I always put them above me Mm -hmm. and so when I did go through my separation and everything it was like whoa okay I do have alone time to figure out what what can, what does Allie like? What does she want to do? Because I think 
we go into relationships and we don't really know what we want. Mm-hmm. Well, then I think too, like our instant idea is to like look for gratification or to fill it in other ways that we used to know. And you're like, oh, I think as you grow, it doesn't really do that stuff right. for you anymore either. Well, I think society you know? expects your partner to be everything, right? Your best friend. And not that you, they should be your best friend, but they shouldn't fill your bucket in every single way that you're looking for them to. Like Otherwise, your bucket should be full yeah. and anything anybody has to give should add. Right, exactly. Yeah. And you need to look like maybe your significant other doesn't like to go to the theater or something like that. And that's fine. Then you need to find your your friend to go to the theater with to fill that bucket for you and right. that's okay. Yeah, or learn how to go to the theater by yourself. Exactly. learn why you can't be alone Mm -hmm. yeah there's Mm -hmm. so much in that those are and it's trust me you guys it is hard some of those things are hard to like face (laughs) well otherwise if you expect this person to fulfill all those things for you you're just going to be disappointed in the end because you're Mm going to bring them to the theater and they're going to bitch and complain the whole time that they're there it steals your joy yeah Yeah. Uh and not that they shouldn't do it sometimes for you but I think, like you just said, like getting that bucket filled alone or with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and two, you guys met so young. You were not even close to probably being who you know to your potential or even right. just have an idea of who well, you were. We got kind of lucky within that regard because he definitely had a jagged past. And it was either we were going to grow together or we were going to grow apart. Mm-hmm. And he really, I think once we had Jack, he made that mental like, okay, I already have a baby with another woman. And now this woman has a baby from a different dad. And now we're having a baby together. Like this is, <laughs> we got to grow up here and we got to figure it out. Got to make decisions. And then he could have totally ran the other way and been continued down that jagged past but he actually showed up and chose to change a lot of his life which was awesome Mm -hmm. but we still had growing pains to go through Mm -hmm. I still had to grow up because he grew up and I was grown up in my own way but I was still it was like he was like okay stay home and do xyz and so then I found myself well I'm really bored and I'm not showing up for myself because now I'm doing everything for everybody else Mm -hmm. and then I went like wow midlife crisis but was it midlife crisis (laughs) or was it just like Whoa, you got to figure a life out, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I think the key, I think, to, like, remember our lives, right, is that we just, we're, we're always ever-changing. Absolutely. And I think that's, like, such a good thing to remember. But this is coming from me, who I, my longest, you know, my friends, everybody makes fun of me, but it's in all in good fun. <laughs> I make fun of myself. I've never been in a relationship longer than three years, but... With that being said, you know, the way that I've, you know, it's not, I think I used to think, oh, it's a commitment issue, but it wasn't, it, I think it was just more of, I just know that you're not right for me Yeah. and I'm not going to waste my time right. on that. or yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and two, I, I didn't have that time. I would say that society gives you to date. I had Hayden and then you were supposed to just take on these responsibilities and I was like, I don't want to get married. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. And, but then if you're dating while you have a kid, it's just, it's not as easy as if you're dating and you're single, right? Like you're on your own. Right. Um, it's just viewed differently. I think people look at it as a lot more responsibility when they date you. They have to, you know, if you're, you just, it's, it's so fast 
directly goes into future yes because of what's involved absolutely as it should be taken seriously but it makes it a lot harder to kind of do the fun dating and if you're fun dating then you're just kind of a whore or you're whatever right as a girl no it's not and that's the worst thing so you know you go through that and then I thought I found my person and then that happened you know and uh, Matt you know took his life and we had a baby but um I don't know you just kind of and now obviously dating so different because once again my life I have a lot don't I mean I get a lot of offers and stuff but I just don't want to waste my time or anybody else's and I did the online mm-hmm. and it was fun and it was nice to talk to people but I found that I was doing it more for myself um uh, to feed my ego yeah we would say um because if I was like feeling lonely one night or I was whatever then I would get on and I would swipe and I would talk to people and then I would just stop talking to them because I just didn't have the time my ego was fed or I would go on a date right and then my ego was fed and then I was good and it's just mean to do to people well, I found you were like also just, for yourself too. You were feeling triggered too during that time. You still had some healing, I felt, to do. It was COVID. Yeah, there's a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, and so I was just like, okay, I this, I, how would that feel if it was reversed on me? Like I would be, I it would be hard not to be like, what did I do wrong? And yeah. what you know, and granted, like I would tell them like, no, I can't. But then I'm like, why am I on a dating site? And then I'm telling everybody, no, I can't go on a date. <laughs> That's just wrong, you know? And, um, but, you know, I did go on some dates. And actually, I went on some really great dates. I just, it was just really hard. I think I just like the organic meeting yeah, people. So do I. I love the, I love the, I think that everybody gets, deserves a love story of, like, they met and they, not that I uh, romanticize, but I do believe that if that's kind of who you are, then there's somebody and out there that will feel that. you are the hopeless romantic. You, oh, I am. You completely. say that all the time. There's this meme going around, and I thought about you. It was like, oh, how, how the friend goes, how'd your date go? And the girl goes, oh, I didn't go because my hair was frizzy, and <laughs> I, you know, already ate. And, and then the friend goes, this is why you're still single. <laughs> and I laughed because I remember you doing this, like, yeah, I just wasn't feeling very good today, or I wasn't. And I'm like, uh-huh, excuse, excuse. How about I just didn't want to go on the date. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's true. I love that you always think of me with memes. It's awesome. <laughs> and it's legit well, me. I, no, yeah. it's me too. Uh, uh, tea. But there's some out there that are me too. So trust there's there's uh, one for everybody. <laughs> there's this it. guy called, I, just, I listen to Ed Milet. And if you don't know who he is, he's like this super awesome motivational speaker guy. And he's written a bunch of books. And um, he had this guy on there and his name is now drawing a blank. I just had it in my head. Titan, Titan something. But anyways, on Instagram, he's the one that started creating the memes where he'd take the picture and put the wording with them. And this guy is like this millionaire now, all because he started this stupid thing that we all are, I mean, that's how we communicate half the time is through memes. Absolutely. Communicate my (laughs) love language is definitely Yeah, so what was his name? Titan something. Tank. Tank. It's not Titan, it's Tank. But um, anyways, he's coming out with a board game about, in, it's called 
influencers in the wild and i think this is hysterical i want to get it for my teenagers and make them play it because it's like oh your wi-fi's out you're in jail like it's almost like modern day monopoly that makes me laugh because i was like recently in houston and we were driving and we were at a stoplight and also we looked to the right and there's this girl in the yard with her two dogs and literally like one was like a german shepherd and the other was a little dog and they're posing and we just started dying with like influencers in the wild because what is she doing she's taking pictures and probably making a tiktok whatever but it was so funny i was like those dogs are literally posing like they know their job they're doing it i don't know what kind of treats she giving them but like it's it was working. hysterical yeah when you see that stuff out you're like oh that's what it looks like it was i know so, funny. so it's gonna be in target i think it comes out this week actually so influencers in the wild There's i don't know if you... camping game <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i'm gonna get it for camping yeah that'll be fun <laughs> but, but i did end up going on dates you sure like, did. but then i had like okay let's talk about this and then i had like the one guy who asked me out on a date for months and my schedule is kind of crazy and so my thing was like okay i had some time and i, I messaged him and i said listen i have some time available if you can go tonight that works you know and he was like yeah, that works. And he goes, okay, well, he gave me three options. Like, come over and I cook you dinner and we um, watch a movie or something like that. Or we go out to dinner. Pretty much. (laughs) Or we go out to dinner and, um, you know, get a drink after. Like, And then the last one was like, I can't remember what the last one was. And I was like, you know, I don't ever get out very often. So I really enjoy getting to go out and have a good meal Mm -hmm. and just go out and um feel like a socialize person. yeah like a, be a young woman out in the wild mm-hmm. and um <laughs> I and he was like oh okay and then he's like well where do you want to go and I'm like okay am I planning this date right. so but this is where I've learned like I've really grown a lot is how to communicate what I do want yes and how to communicate like if I don't like something instead of just going with it and um he's like well then where do you want to go and so I was like um I go, I just messaged, I'm like, okay, I guess I can pick the place too. <laughs> and I said, um, Chow Bella is one of my favorite restaurants. And it was kind of in between us. And he's like, oh, he's like, that's like 30 minutes from my house. <laughs> I thought he was joking. And I was like, ha, 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 is that far? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I go. So then I just messaged immediately. I said, you know, I'm going to pass on the date. I go, you're the one who's been asking me out. I'm making time for you. And, um, you know, my life really far from my house. Yeah, exactly. I go, (laughs) you know, like how hard it is to find this time. I don't feel like you've respected my time now. Now I've actually planned the date also. And then you're just telling me that you can't go there. Then you should have picked the place. So, and he was really offended that I canceled the date, but I just was like, I remember that. And then, you know what I did is I went and I got sushi by myself. And it was like amazing. I sat on my phone. I worked on podcast stuff, I think, mm-hmm. got back to people. I ate my sushi, hung out, and then I went, and I think I had to get my son, and I went home. And it was like, it felt really good to do. It felt good to set that boundary. And it was like, in that moment, I felt like, okay, like I know what I want now. Yeah. And I know what I'm looking for. I know who I am. Like, it was just a really good reminder of like, yep. I know what I'm going to accept, what I'm not. Mm-hmm. I think I finally kind of felt like I've, like I'm, I'm uh, expecting, 
what I put in, I'm expecting that out. So right. on and so right. forth. So, yeah. And you don't just have to date this person because you feel like you need to date that person. Like, right. okay, I move on. And I think that's the great thing about dating is it's not like your typical. I feel like when we're younger, it's like, oh, I like him. I want to get in a relationship right now. And yeah. let's get married in a year. Like there's no time frame that you really need to. Every relationship is going to be what that relationship is. But I love hearing the dating stories because there's a lot of horrible dates out there. And I just have to talk about one of my girlfriends because she had, <laughs> she almost got off of the online dating thing because of this date. And I would have been like, and I'm done forever. So she gets with this guy and they go out on a couple dates and things are going great. Well, then all of a sudden she started seeing like kind of like some addiction patterns, which is sad within itself, right? But it's like, how much do you want to put up with? And do you, you have to have those boundaries? Well, one night she's out with her girlfriends and he's psycho dialing her. And he leaves her a message that's like, I just, you know, you're, you don't even like me and blah, blah, the psycho message. And all of a sudden he goes, and I'm peeing my pants and I <laughs> like it. <laughs> I mean, what do you say to that? I'm peeing my pants and I like it. And she saved the voicemail just so you guys know. And all the girls <laughs> have heard this voicemail, which is sad because he does have addiction issues. But at the same point, you can't put that also into your life you have to have those boundaries up and you can't yeah. save everybody right exactly mm -hmm. well in reality too and that one was like obviously that dude was looking for netflix and chill yes and my thing was like if you would have just been honest like hey i'm looking for netflix and chill uh -huh. not like hey look can i take you on a date i really want to take you on a date right. when you get time i would love to take you on a date blah 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 like I think that there's manipulative ways that people have learned Absolutely. to go about getting what they want. And that is like, if we can always start being honest, like, yep. you Up know front, what? I like, just want a Netflix and chill. Okay, yeah. well, I'm not your girl, but here's a girl or I know. Or maybe, yeah, maybe right. it was like, maybe tonight, yeah. I, You know what? That sounds great. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then let's never talk again. Exactly. Or, you know, but sometimes people do need that. But yes. if you're just being honest, instead of doing the manipulative, like, let me take you on a date or let me use you for this or let me, you know, and it's like... I think that's where the dating life gets kind of crazy. Everybody's like, oh, online, I could never date anymore. And I go, you know, online's actually kind of cool as far as you really can get to know a, a person right. before you you go out. Like, mm -hmm. you don't, you, you can look people up, you can do that. And so when you do choose to go on these dates, it's, you're not going with a complete stranger. Well, that's a good way to put with it because we are total, like we said, we're the organic. We need that, but we always don't know what their past is right exactly we just fall in love instantly like i think it's oh, a lot hi. harder it's yeah. a lot harder to lie uh -huh. these days it's a lot harder to create a new persona because things are out there right and you're connected to everybody mm-hmm so I do appreciate that. And I know everybody's like, oh, I can never date and I can never whatever. I go, that only comes from people who don't date and right. you guys are, you know, in a whatever. I go, it's, it's single life isn't just about dating. It's about just being by yourself and doing and that And it's too. okay to be single. Exactly. And I think society needs to I think okay that was that. one of the things I had to learn was like, I always thought, oh, I have a kid. I need this family dynamic right. in order to have a family. But I've learned, like, nope, this is my family. Mm -hmm. And we're unique, but it's my family. I date my friends. <laughs> yeah. Allie, you need to go on a date with me because I want to go get some good <laughs> and food. And trust me, I want to go on a date with her, too. <laughs> as much as I love my husband, it's nice to... I tell you, I'm married... 
husbands, I mean, I love Mike, and I'm not talking about Mike, but we'll say some husbands need to step up their game because I it is a little sad for me because I go on these dates with my married friends, and they're like, I never get to do this, and this is so nice, and it's so fun to get out, and like, and it's like, you're right, it is, and I don't know if that's just a girlfriend thing, but that's like where you said of the movies, like, we need to just find somebody that enjoys doing the things, because right. then like, you know, you guys just went and golfed, right? Yes. Yes. So, like, you guys chose to do that. And, and this is all, I mean, we've been, we've separated. We've been through hell and back with one another, like, trying to figure one another out because we were both young and dumb and did a lot of stupid things. And, but it's made us who we are, and that's okay. But I think coming back together and realizing, okay, we've always put the kids first. And not that we don't put the kids first now, but, like, we had to put our relationship first. We mm-hmm. had to put our marriage first at some point. So it's even if it's an hour a week, just getting out and talking about your relationship. Like you have communication is the most important thing in any relationship, friendship, anything. But that's where we were lacking. We were lacking talking about financials. We were lacking talking about things that were bothering us. And so we really had to take that and go, okay, let's sit down and figure out ourselves. And I feel like you guys had to learn your each communication style yes. and how to hear each other differently because sometimes we always say communication is key, but what we lack in recognizing is that we all communicate differently yes. and we all hear through our own filters. Absolutely. I think like one of the stories or I was reading something and the best thing I heard was, when you're communicating to say the story I'm telling myself is that you didn't care enough to think about me and you just went ahead and you did that. Mm-hmm. And it hurts my, ultimately my feelings are hurt now. So then I reacted out of that. And, but that's, I, that's the story I've been telling myself. And then they like hear that and they're like, oh my right. God. That's not what it is. That was not it at all. Exactly. They're like, I thought I was saving you time and I thought I'm just going to go do that. And then they don't have to worry about it. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. And it was like the story I am telling myself. Well, it's called mirroring. You're supposed mm-hmm. to actually say like, the, okay, you're saying this. So then you're supposed to actually say that back to them. And then saying, this is how I'm comprehending it. Mm-hmm. And he is much a verbal processor. He says how he feels right then and there where I am a very internal processor. It takes me a while to really kind of digest on what was being said if we do get into a fight. Yeah. So we both had to know, okay, this is how. Well, and he's going to want it solved before he goes yes. to bed. And you're going to want it solved in like a day or two exactly. so you don't react out of emotions because mm-hmm. you don't like when you no. react out of emotions. Exactly. He's very, very logical. <laughs> and he hates it. <laughs> but I, I think that's where, like, you work very well together. Because if you had two emotional people, right. I mean, that's like fire. <laughs> yes. You know, and, and if you had two get emotional. avoidance, if you had two avoidance, right. you know, then you never deal with it. Exactly. <laughs> you just brush it right under that rug mm-hmm. until that rug has a big bump and you just trip over exactly. it every time. Exactly. So yes. it definitely makes sense. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm like on both of those spectrums. I'm not quite sure. But I think that's where we were saying like I appreciate when I meet somebody who's very calming to me, who can speak to me in a very like um, peaceful nature. Yeah, but I respect what they have to say. Yeah. And they have like 
Um, and it's true, though, that opposites attract, because you're a lot like Mike, where you're both not, I'm not going to call you hotheads, but, like, kind of just fiery and And so you attract, like, the, I'm, I'm not quiet, but yet I'm, what would you call me? Um, I would say you're more of, like, an avoidant. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. I think you just, I, I think we both used to be more strong in those, where I think it's not as strong anymore. I think we know how to kind of handle it more or like understand that Mm -hmm. about ourselves. But I used to be a lot more reactive, I would say. That's a good word. If I get like, if I'm relaxed and I'm really comfortable with people, I can definitely just talk and blah. Like I can just blah things out and I will be very honest with my answer. I can be very... Um, I forget to have a filter, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not anger or anything like that. I would just say that, like, if you were to be like, does this outfit look good? I would be like, well, I don't, I wouldn't wear that. I think maybe whatever. And I forget that sometimes that can hurt somebody's feelings right. and how you say that. Yes. Um, but in my healing and learning is that sometimes how people filter things. It Like, I, I have to tell, I have to go back and apologize and say, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. But please know that my heart, you know my heart. Anybody right. who is in me or around me knows that my heart is always for you. I'm never going to be fake. I'm never going to lie to you. I can't lie. I will always tell you the truth. But my heart is always in a good place in there. And so I love like, that. But I'm, I am I agree with that where I can be more passive. And it's coming like I just hired my first assistant, right? And I've had to be very blunt and tell him exactly what I want because of the fact that otherwise it, he wants me to be blunt with him so and you want me to be blunt with you yeah can't and so read your mind. I have sometimes have a hard time being like no this is what I want and so I have gotten a little bit more I won't say aggressive my husband says that he's Assertive. like you're you're being a little aggressive like your mother and I'm like lord love you Kathy but it's <laughs> like whoa 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 I'm used to this passive girl now she tells me what she wants and I have to <laughs> yeah figure it all out here why I think what isn't seen is that you guys aren't having those fights probably right. later where yes. you're like you should I must know this you I'm know? a slow burn it p- comes 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 and then all of a sudden I'm like bah, 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 bah. it's yeah. like whoa girl yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you were feeling that way right and you're like I didn't either until now <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yes I think being blunt is a good thing yeah. I think there's a way to say it sometimes, but I feel tell people what they want to hear. Like you, you might not want to hear that your outfit doesn't look good, but that's what your friend is there for to right. tell you that it doesn't look good, so you don't look like. But or if you feel good, call you out when I I can appreciate somebody who can call me out. Yeah. and say, you know what, Sam? Not that you somebody's right or wrong, but that was probably not the best way to go about that Mm -hmm. and then I can sit and pause and be like okay at first I might get a little defensive but I think I've gotten to the point now that I've learned like if somebody can have the balls to step up and tell me like (laughs) because I know I'm not always the most approachable person I am to certain people but not people around me like my close people Mm -hmm. I, I know that but I feel like I've gotten better at it like I feel like I've worked on it and been like I appreciate that. I want to hear those well, things. Well, nobody likes constructive criticism. I want criticism. to be better. I don't have it figured out, and I don't want to get to that mm-hmm. point again where I think that. Yeah, it is interesting. So 
I don't know. I think um, it is kind of funny because we're on different spectrums of, like, relationship, dating, that whole area. But um, I think I came back from my last trip very much, like, I think I'm finally to a point where I can or I, I'm more willing and open to options and opportunities and just um, I would say getting out into a world of like um, being available more like yeah. um, you know well you've done your healing because that's important I'm and what you went through right and you always will mm-hmm. but you finally have gotten to the point where you actually feel like okay maybe I could actually see myself in a relationship I think too I finally have something to give yeah. I think that is like boom mind blowing yeah. to me is that like I have finally found how to fill my cup up and I finally feel that it is consistently full. It's not drained at the drop of a dime. Yeah. It's not whatever. I am able to balance my work life kids and I've learned my techniques and how to keep my cup full and I finally feel like I actually have the ability to give into something and else and want to give yeah yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. true too mm-hmm. by easier said than done we'll see if that actually anything comes of that stay tuned for the end of summer and we'll check in with <laughs> sam and see where she's at again hot girl summer more like grandma summer i keep trying to get her down <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> well i'm the one you know she's always like well i feel like all my married friends they feel like i'm this bad influence and i'm really not it's just because i'm single and i'm over here like no you're not the bad influence. I'm the one. We go to Florida. She wants to be in bed at like 10 o'clock. We go get our dessert at Tommy Bahama. And she's like, I'm ready for bed. And I'm like, what? We're in Florida. We tried to go to the rooftop. I pushed past. I pushed past. <laughs> but I know. It that is. Was, wasn't that the night before? No, we were in the... Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the night night before. before. Yeah. Uh Can't hit it hard two nights in a row. We all know that. (laughs) I'm just kidding. She does have a two and a half, well, almost three-year-old. So I'll give it to you. We're minor. No, but that doesn't – she is, like, a minute part of that. Mine – it's honestly my teenager that is hard to keep up with. But you finally got to rest. But I work – I choose my lifestyle. I choose to get up and bring Hayden to school. Mm -hmm. We get up at 6 a.m. I bring him to school. I drop Lorelai off at daycare. I go work out for an hour or two. Like – I choose that lifestyle, and then I hang out with my teenager. I get up early with my toddler, hang out with my teenager. Although, like, both of my kids are so easy and chill. I'm the one who's like, let's create this entire photo wall now, and I'm going to print this off, and I'm going to spend two hours doing this and not taking any downtime, and then I take my trips, and then I'm like, let's sleep on the beach. (laughs) No, and that was the first like relaxing trip we had been on. Oh my god! Because we were normally hiking. We still were or, working. Yeah, we were still working. We were there for a podcast, but we could have done another day there. Yeah, we could. I, I think if we would have done one more day there, I could have been yeah, like, "Yep, for sure." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but that's where we've learned to fill our cup, though. And oh yeah, we could, and that's what my advice to like all you listeners, male and female, like. You gotta have that one person besides your significant other that's like your ride or die that you go and on and experience life with and travel and do the things because I feel like sometimes when you're married like you you are and this is a good thing to put each other first and do all the things with one another but 
at some point that person might not be there anymore you and might you, not be the same right, person they've changed exactly to. and you're all of a sudden there and it's like well i want to go travel and you don't have that other person that mm-hmm. can go travel with you and do those things so yeah. it's like i feel like sometimes there's you know the introverts out there that they do everything together and and it's not a bad thing but just remember to love up on your friendships because those friends need you too Right. Or find other couple friends where yeah. the husband can mm-hmm. go do something and you can do Definitely. something. Definitely. Or, you know, your family too, like, I think filling. Yeah. I think that was one thing too that I kind of learned um, when I was like just choosing to really be, you know, doing my thing and learning how to fill those voids with people around me. Like, why do I not fill these are all the people who have been here the entire time and show up why am I not putting into them more right like why am I gonna go choose to go put into this guy they've been on a date with right. one time or two times or you just started talking to and now you're gonna go you know Ditch every Friday together for, yeah mm-hmm. and not that you're ditching anybody no. but why am I choosing to put energy into that when I have these people who I should be putting energy to and if these people were to leave at any point of my life that I'm going to regret that right. you know don't get me wrong like starting and so I think that's why it was also kind of hard to start relationships and stuff too because I just I didn't see the value in it yeah, for me yet definitely whereas like I see so much more value in the people around me but I feel like I've learned a good routine I've learned what works mm-hmm. and it's like now if I meet anybody or when I, I should say, when I meet people and when I do talk to people, that it's, this is how I live, this is my lifestyle, and you either fit or you don't. Not that yes. it's like, you don't get to come in at all, but no. it's very much like, this is it, and I've created a very good, like, routine, mm-hmm. and nobody's really going to be able to come and change it anymore. No, absolutely not. And that's, you like, You can either a good agree feeling. to come in and yeah. be... And I think whether you're single or not, I or, like, yeah. I think that is just... If I can give advice, like, I think that's just a great thing to learn as, like, what did you call it before your non-negotiables? Because you have those, too. And so I think whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether you're a grandma now, whether you're whatever, just to have those Mm non-negotiables of, like, I really enjoy shopping. And so every Friday, I'm going to go get lunch, and I'm going to go buy myself one item. And because that one item is equal to, you know, a... it it can be equal to a lot of things you know so just choosing what kind of fills your cup how you get that I'm going to go into nature I'm going to do this I'm going to do that well you have to do those and that goes back to that whole soul care self-care thing where you have to do those things in order to be healthy yeah Mm -hmm. I love that we came in talking about like dating and relationships and we're like still talking about ourselves (laughs) self-care Because I think that's really, I mean, it, it comes down to that. Because you can't be that. with anybody else unless, and that's what Mike and I found out too when we separated. Like, we really had to figure out who the heck we were. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know who you were. Yeah. He was avoidant. You know, he yeah. he didn't want to come home to the stay-at-home mom because I was crabby. So he'd go to the bar after work and it was like, then I was crabby that he went to the bar. It's like, where are you? And it's like, well, no, that's where he gets his cup filled with his friends. Like, yeah. that, he's allowed, but not every night. But And I, you know what's funny is I remember, like, because we didn't really, we didn't hang out no. much. And it was, mm-hmm. and I just remember being like, oh, he's just doing family right, life, right. you know, mm-hmm. and that's what it was. But that's when I kind of went through the phase of where you're at of like, woo, let's have fun, you know, like yes. my kid's old enough. Yes. They're good. You know, mm-hmm. I just had Hayden. I've been obviously a single mom practically my whole life, basically majority of my life. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I did a lot of that. So it's like, 
when I'm like, yeah, let's just enjoy some sleep, right. you know. Right. But now um, my kids are old enough where I'm all like, yeah, yeah, you finally kind of get that freedom. When <laughs> yes. I think as a mom, it's not so much of like the freedom; it's the um, it's the guilt. Well, and when you go out and you take risks and you have fun, mm-hmm. it's not just you. Right. Like you have to think about your kids, right? Right. And you, I would say, take a lot less risks or I would say put yourself out there. Like, like, it, like we'll just say, like, if somebody was like, Allie, let's go skydiving, you know, I would say probably like six years ago, you'd be like, oh, hell no. Right. You know, because if something ever happened to you, your kids aren't self-sustainable. Mm-hmm. There's so much more there. Whereas now it's kind of like your kids are okay, you know, like exactly. they're okay. If anything were to happen to you at any point, you know that they're going to be okay. Right. But, and you're going to kind of be like, hell yeah, I kind of want to do this. I'll yeah. be second in line. <laughs> yeah. You go first. I'll decide. I might yes. just meet you on the ground exactly. in the plane. Exactly. But either way, it's like just that idea. I think of like you have no, a lot sure. less to and lose. And I think everybody goes through that as a mother or a father. Maybe not father, but maybe you do. Um, but I remember my mom even being like, we can't go all on the same plane. So me and dad are going to ride on separate planes in case something happens to one of us. And now she's like, yeah, peace out. I'm moving to Hawaii. And I'm like, what? <laughs> It was my parents' 22nd anniversary on yeah. Friday, and we got to – they didn't even know it. I had to remind them. <laughs> <laughs> and it was when I came to see my mom, and I saw that there was a wedding, and I saw the date on the screen, and I was like, it's your wedding anniversary. And she's like, yeah, I better text my husband and let him know. So we ended up showing up, and it was so fun to hear their, like, love stories. Don't and I was agree? there. I filled in working, yeah. so I was done early. Randomly, I wasn't Yeah, and know. so we got to sit on the patio because uh-huh. it's absolutely beautiful. Yes, And here, there, yeah, <laughs> I have goosebumps. It was. It was, like, I, you could tell we were, like, little kids. Yes. Like, we were just loving it. Mm-hmm. And they love telling it to Oh, us they do, too. because I was, like, their prime. They were bikers, you know, like, they bought this stupid tent. They just lived, I would say they lived hard, very yes. unapologetically that. Absolutely. And it, it's fun to hear that. Like you listen to these stories and you're like, I, I want to do that. I know. Like, they bought this tent at a flea market and me and my sister were with and they set it up and it had Jesus Christ on every written in permanent marker on every side of the tent and nobody would play with us at the campground and my stepdad had long like biker hair and he and he used to put it up into a ponytail well now he thought it would be funny to wear it all down and call my mother mother mary and it was (laughs) no offense to all the religious people on here but my parents are religious in their own way but i will say that it was like oh my it just was funny yes it's you get this amazing tent on at a flea market for 15 bucks and they're like score and then they put it up and it's like boom that's awesome and then they go to like biker fest with this jesus christ tent i'm like you guys are lucky you're alive and you get your butts kicked like no, it was very enjoyable, and it to me it was very much like I look forward to finding a partner that person. and getting to yeah. But but then I think we were talking on the phone, and I'm like, but I I get these moments with like you, I and I get these moments with other people, but and that's what life's the other about. mom, the other lacrosse moms. Yeah. Like we have so much fun, and I I do, and then I go down and I visit another friend mm-hmm. down in Houston, and I get to meet all these new people, and and that's I your get these moments. soul yeah. in you, and somebody will be there to be able to I be do, that. I do love not 
having to like ask permission or be yes. like, can we spend the money? Mm-hmm. I just am like, see you later, bye. But that's a healthy relationship because Mike and I do that all the time. Like, I'm going to my friends or I'm going here and deal with it. Like, I love you. Wasn't but... always like that. <laughs> no. You guys worked at that. We had though. to work at it. And Definitely. you had to just stop playing tit for tat yeah. and you had to just allow mm-hmm. it and yeah. Allow each other to be. Yeah, that's So good. that's our advice. But I'm looking at this thing on your wall. It says, your mind is a powerful thing. When you fill it with positive thoughts, your life will start to change. Yep. So I think that's a really good way to end this. It is. So keep on that self-work, you guys. Love you all. Stay twisted. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast. We'll now leave you with a little bit of wisdom from Allie and Samantha. Imperfection is beauty. Madness is genius. And it's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely boring. Twisted Twisted sisters. sisters. We're all a little twisted.